Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Patriot Strong. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know it's been a while since the last episode, but I am back. I have lots of notes and I'm ready to dive into everything that's been going on. There's so much that's been covered and kind of misconstrued by the media. A lot of data that's been released. Um, a lot of information that's been coming to light more and more every day. And it's, it's hard to keep up with it, truly. Um, but I'm going to try and get more of a regular set schedule going with the podcast. I know I've been slacking lately. So hopefully I will be able to get that um, all set and scheduled. And just something more, uh, um, I don't know, more regularly released for you guys. So I'm going to be uh, kind of backtracking um a little bit with the convoy in Canada that had happened about a month, three weeks ago. What's going on now, um, I'm sure all of you know the many different convoys coming from different areas in the country. Uh, and they're all meeting around D.C. I have read they're not going into D.C., but they are, I don't know, coming everywhere. Um, I've been following so many different convoys over the last few days on Telegram and on Facebook. Uh, and it's just, it's so amazing to see the amount of support and love that we the people are coming out in uh, hundreds and hundreds just to show our support for the truckers and stand in unity with the ending of the mandates. Okay, so backtracking just a little bit, um, I'm going to start with Canada, like I just said. So we know about the Freedom Convoy movement that's been going on there. Uh, they had UN planes in their airspace, I think, like two or three thurs Thursdays ago, um, which caused a lot of confusion because uh, the government called on military to step in and they wouldn't do it. They called on the police to step in and they wouldn't do it. So why... UN. And you can tell they're UN, you know, they are all in masks with their uh, big gear on. They have no identification, no, uh, um, you know, badge number, no name, nothing. Um, and from the videos that I have seen and that have been passed around, they don't even seem to be speaking English and not even French for that matter. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember seeing any of this, but there was, um, like the, the men dressed in the green parading their horses through, like, crowds of people that were peacefully protesting. Um, we heard on the news that, not on the news, but, like, on Telegram news channels, whatever, um, that the lady that was trampled by the police, we saw that, uh, we saw all of these United Nations officers, if that's what you want to call them, intruders, I don't know, uh, just kind of disrupt a peaceful protest. You know, they weren't setting buildings on fire. They weren't breaking windows and looting stores, but these protesters were arrested. Now, I've heard uh, a couple different things. I've heard that they were arrested and thrown in jail. I've heard that they were arrested... Uh, you know, placing the the cars and driven 15 to 20 miles away just to make a scene. And that's kind of what everything is right now. It's all a theater. 
Um, there's so much going on, so much acting going on, so much videos and pictures, you know, references from not even relevant events. And we've seen that a lot in the Ukraine and Russia um, incidents, and I want to talk about that too. But, you know, still with the convoy, um, they, uh, from what I've read and what I've heard, they arrested the organizer, uh, Tamara Lynch, or Tamara Lynch, I'm not really sure. They arrested her. She's facing 10 years in a federal prison, allegedly from, you know, what I've read. Um, they are freezing the assets and the banking accounts of all these people that have donated to the GoFundMe page for the freedom movement. They are revoking loans people have on houses and cars. Um, they, what else? They are shutting down credit cards and closing your entire bank account. And we've seen this um, back in the summer here in the States with Mike Lindell was one of them. Uh, I believe Rudy Giuliani was another where the bank just sent them a letter saying, hey, we're going to close your account. We don't want to be associated with you kind of thing. But again, these people are not doing anything illegal. They have a right to convene and they have rights to stand up for what they believe in. And the fact that all these banks are now closing accounts and the government is literally going into these people's banking accounts and just taking their money should tell you a lot that you need to know about what's going on. Um, I believe at one point Trudeau tried to uh, um, implement the Emergency Act of Canada, whatever, I don't know the details in that, but I believe it was like a week later or so that he kind of came around and realized what he's doing is wrong. He got a lot of backlash from it. People just weren't, they weren't buying it anymore. You know, we just faced a two-year propaganda with the mask and COVID and the shots, you know, all that stuff. And people are just done and they're sick of it. So he had revoked that. Um, and now it just kind of been quiet and Canada, you know, the the protesters and the truckers moved out of Ottawa. Um, I believe some of them joined the U.S. convoy, you know, the ones that have been coming, like I said earlier, from all over the country, and they're all meeting in D.C. I believe it's sometime next week. I have um, been talking to some people that are in the U.S. convoy right now, following their live videos of friends that have went to uh, stand over the overpasses or on the sides of the highway to kind of cheer them on. I have not been able to attend, unfortunately. Uh, the convoy already moved, or one of them already moved through my state and we weren't able to go. But I um, was following another convoy that just went through Iowa. Uh, the Iowa Mama Bears were there, boots on the ground. They had live videos just sharing um, what they are doing in Iowa for the truckers to stand up and stand in unity You know, with them. There was an amazing speech that was given by one of the organizers at the event this morning. Um, it just, it's really, really, really cool to see and to be able to witness. You know, we are living through historic times right now and being able to witness people coming together and standing arm in arm for what's right is just a really, 
really cool experience. And I'm glad that, you know, people are choosing to be loud and be present because that's what their children are going to remember. Um, if you're not doing anything to help what's going on right now, then you're part of the problem. Okay, and I wanted to read this to you. Um, I want to dive into the CDC right now and everything that's happening with them. Um, you know, a lot is coming out with Pfizer, Moderna, the CDC re recalling their PCR tests. Um, and this is actually on the CDC website. I had posted this and kind of um, wanted to share more about it. If you've been following the podcast, you know I've said this months and months ago. Um, there's, what is it, 52 or 57 other pathogens that can be detected and pull a positive result for the PCR test. So this is what I wanted to share with you guys. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Okay, so if you go to cdc.gov, um, you can see this, why is the CDC retiring the CDC uh, 2019 novel coronavirus real-time PCR diagnostic panel. Um, this is what it says. Let's see. CDC is retiring the real-time PCR because the USD, sorry, U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has authorized hundreds of other diagnostic tests, many of which now are higher through throughput. They have a higher throughput, which means they don't, I believe it means that they don't test like as uh, cl closely or like magnified the virus or something like that. So... It has a more um, likelihood of actually being positive rather than like it having a 45 or 50 cycle rate so it magnetizes on, uh, that's not the right word, um, it focuses more on like the tiny, tiny molecules of dead viruses that pull up a positive test result right now. Um, says, many of which are now higher throughput or can test for more than one illness at a time. Okay, so that list, I don't have it handy right now. It's somewhere the list of the 57 other pathogens that was in that leaflet. This is what it's talking about. Okay, so that came out. Um, let me go back. Really. Something else interesting that had just come out, um, and you guys probably have seen the video, it's a clip from one of Fauci's more recent um, press conferences or uh, like city hall meeting things or whatever you want to call it, um, where he uh, kind of put his foot in his mouth, but at the same time is showing true colors and showing that he's trying to kind of backpedal and cover their asses now that all of this data is being released um, of the adverse effects that are occurring. He said, this would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine that looks good in initial safety actually made people worse. That is one of the direct quotes from this little conference. I would play it right now, but anytime that I have like an audio clip 
trying to come through the computer audio. It kind of messes up my audio for the rest of the video, and I'm still trying to figure out how to uh, do that, like how to fix that. You know, the amount of backpedaling that the entire mainstream media is doing, you know, all these magazine articles that are being put out, it's, it's so obvious that I'm really mind blown as to why, A, people are still following mainstream media right now with what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, and we'll get to that next, but two, like how people can actually believe some of the shit that they're putting out. And this is something that um, I had found on Telegram. I'm going to see if I can switch over really fast. Hopefully you guys can see this. Climate change may cause increased rates of heart defects in babies. Um, that's a new study that came out. This article was written in 2019. But the one that I read, yeah, here. It was, um, I believe, published in December of 2021. I'll have to go back and look on that. But, um... See, adding a new dire and ever-growing list to the ways climate change is harming our planet, a new study has predicted that a rising that rising temperatures will lead to increase in the number of infants born with congenital heart defects. <clears throat> okay. Um the CHDs are already the most common birth defect among children born in the United States, affecting some 40,000 babies a year. I'm sure the heart defects will have nothing to do with the pregnant women who got their, you know, clot shot. I'm sure that's nothing to do with it. It's the climate, right? Because why wouldn't the climate affect your heart? baby's hearts. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm just following my notes. Uh, their stories and excuses are, again, becoming so incredibly, uh, like, obvious that they're trying to cover up what's happening right now. Um, you can go through Telegram or any of the other platforms. I'm still waiting to get on Truth Social. I do not have an iPhone, so it is not available to me yet. So I'm waiting for it to come to the Google Play Store. But as soon as that is on, Patriot Strong will have a channel on there too, as well as my personal channel, if that's the way that it even works. Um, okay, now let's go over to Russia and Ukraine. If you're alive, if you're breathing, if you have eyes, if you have ears, and you have seen the uh, absurd amount of propaganda that is going on with the focus in the East right now. Um, you know, we are seeing videos of uh, events that took place years and years ago, pictures that have not been relevant for five years, and they are all being depicted as two occurrences of what is going on right now. You know, like... I had just said, and I know that you guys already know this, they were wrong about the entire pandemic. You know, the numbers they were pushing, um, the uh, severity of everything was a complete lie. You know, we didn't have to shut down 
masks did nothing. They actually worsened symptoms. They made people more sick. You know, whenever you're breathing in your own bacteria for eight hours a day, that is not healthy. It causes bacterial pneumonia in your lungs, okay? Like, people just need to step back and think. But what irks me so much right now is that everybody is falling for the fake propaganda that is being pushed right now between Russia and Ukraine. Um, I found a couple things that I want to share with you guys. One, probably everybody but me knew about this, um, and I'm trying to find it right now. Something that I had absolutely no idea about, and which I feel kind of stupid for not knowing. Uh, hold on one second. It's on this Telegram channel. Give me just a sec. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and share this and try and... Okay, well, it's going to make it bigger, but I don't know how. So I'm just going to read it for you, for those of you that are listening to it. Um, you can read along if you want to pause the video, if you're watching the live version of this. Um, this is what kind of makes everything fall into place a little bit more for me, but something super interesting. Okay, so this was forwarded from... Uh, David Nino Rodriguez's telegram channel. I'm not sure where he found it, but it says the Secretary General of United Nations has stated that the Ukraine, sorry, that Ukraine has not applied for border registration since 1991. So the state of Ukraine does not exist. And we don't know about that. Um, on uh, April 7th, 2014, UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon made a stunning a stunning statement in the distribution of which the Ukraine media and the internet has since banned. The conflict between the two countries was discussed at the sessions of the UN Security Council from from this the following conclusion was drawn. Ukraine has not registered its borders since December 25th, 1991. The UN has not registered the borders of Ukraine as a sovereign state. Therefore, it can only be assumed that Russia is not committing any rights violences in the relations to Ukraine. According to a CIS treaty, the territory of Ukraine is an administrative district of the USSR. Therefore, no one can be blamed for the separatism and forcibility changing the borders of Ukraine. Under international law, the country simply has no officially recognized borders. In order to solve this problem, Ukraine needs to complete the demarcation of borders with neighboring countries and obtain agreements of neighboring countries, including Russia, on the common border. It is required to document everything and sign treaties with all neighboring states. The uh, um, European Union has pledged its support to Ukraine on this important issue and has decided to provide all technical assistances. But will Russia sign a border with the Treaty of Ukraine? Of course not. You know, not with everything that's going on right now. Um, let's see. Belarus and... No, Norvo Rostia, I don't even know how to say that, uh, are located 
and belong to Russia, and nobody has the right to be without them. Uh, Russia's consent to dispose of this area is, I guess, yet to be determined. Basically, now all Russia has to do is declare that this area is Russian and that everything that happens in this area is an international, sorry, internal matter of Russia. Any interference will be seen as a measure against Russia. On this basis, they can annul the elections of May 25th, 2014 and do what the people want. According to the Budapest Mandarin and other agreements, Ukraine has no borders and the state of Ukraine has never existed. So there's that. Um, and again, that's something that I had no idea. Maybe a lot of you did. That was just mind-blowing to me that literally... And technically, whenever you take a look at this, this is an internal matter between territories that wanted to exclude themselves from Ukraine because they were being bullied. You know, these people were um, in the, the two territories that wanted to, uh, to be separated or to be independent from, again, Ukraine or the, uh, I don't know. They were being cut off from their water supply. You know, they were being bullied constantly, especially right on that border because they are Russian-speaking territories and they were not part of, like, U Ukraine. And I'm doing quotations with Ukraine now because I don't know what to call it since it's not technically and legally a recognized state. It still belongs in Russia, but... Russia doesn't necessarily uh, recognize that entire territory as Russia, I think. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's interesting. They have no, no complete and recognized boundaries or territories, so that puts a really big spin on things. Another thing that I wanted to share... <coughs> Um, some of the other fakeness that is going on with the uh, propaganda, the videos, you know, the mainstream media, pictures that are being pushed right now, <clears throat> eight different areas that are completely fabricated. Uh, number one, the Russian tank that ran over a civilian car in Kyiv was a... Uh, Strela 10 Ukrainian air defense system, not Russian. <clears throat> okay, the photo of Zelensky in the military garb, um, you know, with the helmet, and he's in like the bulletproof vest and everything. I know you've seen it too. That is from a 2021 Ukrainian border inspection trip. Not from anything right now. Like, he's not on the ground fighting with his people. That's not happening. The ghost of Kyiv. I don't even know if I'm saying that. Um, the Miji-19 shooting down a Russian Su-35 is from a digital combat stimulator uh, animation. It's literally not even real. It's from, from like, a video game. <coughs> The ghost of Kyiv 
identified as Samuel Hyde is actually a picture of Sam Hyde, an internet prankster. There's apparently a photo going around of two children, a girl in pink with a teddy bear and a boy saluting watching the convoy pass. Those are from 2016. The photo of a woman saying goodbye to um, her, her partner, her boyfriend, husband, whatever it is, is uh, from a movie. Okay, from an actual movie. Snake Island martyrs actually were not killed. A video showed all 82 being transported to Savenstapel. I probably didn't say that right either, y'all. Words are hard sometimes. Um, and the last one that I have found, uh, number eight, her blood on his hands and old lady, old lady's photos that were on the front page of The Sun, The Mirror, and The Guardian are actually images from years ago and have nothing to do with this war. She, I guess, was in some kind of fire, um, some kind of other accident, but has nothing to do with what's going on right now. No, Russia is not bombing citizens. They are not. They're not. Um... Either you know what's going on or you follow the mainstream media. That's just it. And you can come at me. I don't care. I'm ready to defend with all the sources and with everything because I'm tired of everybody blaming Putin for, you know, everything that's going on. And uh, with all that I've read and researched, it seems to me that he is defending his people. Especially with what I had learned about the non-existent borders of Ukraine. The deep state, you know, the cabal, the elitists, the globalists, they are, they are making a war out of nothing to, to present to, you know, the, the rest of the world. To everybody like gang up on Putin now. And it's kind of absurd. The bombing that I have seen... Um, followed, read, research, you know, whatever. They are taking place in the bio labs that are existing right now in Ukraine. Okay. And yes, there are bio labs in that area. There were strategic uh, targeting being placed on these bio labs because the bio labs were set to release another COVID-like virus um, that is genetically targeting the, I believe, Scandinavians could, no, Slavics. It is targeting the Slavics. Um, duh, why did I say Scandinavians? <laughs> no, um, the biolabs were going to release, they were set to release a, another COVID-19-like virus that was genetic genetically uh, like programmed to target Slavics. Yeah, that. Um, you know, Putin told uh, Biden and his administration and NATO not to intervene, that they had plans to denazify Ukraine because it's always been a part of Russian territory, which again makes sense. Everything that he is saying makes sense, and I'm not like here to praise Putin because I'm sure he's done a slew of things.
But again, the media is feeding you more misinformation just like they've been doing for the past two years. In these past two years, you, be, you have been conditioned, again, not my audience, not you guys listening, but in general, um, you've been conditioned to believe what the media has been saying, what's being pushed on social media platforms, and what you hear about on the radio and read about on the you know, covers of these uh, magazines and newspapers, and that's just not what's happening. Why they're not telling the truth, I have no idea. All it takes is a little bit of digging, though, and you can find all the information that you need. Uh, Putin told NATO and the New World Order to leave Russia out of it, uh, leave the people out of it, leave us alone. If you try and bring that shit here, then, you know, there's going to be consequences. We don't, we don't want to be part of it. I don't believe you. Like, I don't support it. That kind of thing. And uh, they did. You know, they've been doing this for years and years. And Putin's finally like, you know what? We're done. Is this what you want to do? The consequences are coming. Let's game. Let's go. Game on. You know, that kind of thing. And I guess this all came to be um, originally because a document has recently been released or recently been discovered that uh, identified experiments among Allied soldiers in Ukraine and Georgia. And, you know, now it was the Slavic's turn and they're like, eh, nah, baby, nah. So something I'd say a lot of people don't realize right now, again, is that there are bio labs, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not fake. It's not a conspiracy. You can look it up right now. There are bio labs in the Ukraine area. You know, there are bio labs all over the East, and Putin was doing what he could do and what he can do to destroy them so these bio labs don't release more havoc than they already have. You know, you can look at all of the different countries that are in support of uh, either side. You can look at um, statements that people have made to their support on either side. And uh, once you look into that, if you, again, if you know, if you have went down the rabbit hole and you know all of all of the things, then you can pretty much make your stance on which side you're supporting just by those statements. Um, something that I wanted to share again with you, if I can find it really fast, is a list of statements made by the Rothschild family regarding the events right now. I will, we'll just read a couple of them. Um, from at Nat Rothschild 1, interested in public affairs, um, underdogs, married to, oh wait, that's just, Hold on, okay, this is what it says. Thousands of years from now, there's going to be a Jewish holiday centered on the exploits of Zelensky. And while the details will be fuzzy and or wrong, the moral will be little Jewish girls and boys can grow up to be badass leaders of multicultural democracies. Anti-Semites really digging into uh, this tweet, actually hoping for inhibition of all the Jews, which is exactly why on our holiday, we both remember and celebrate our greatest triumphs, by, but also remember and build strength from the lowest movements. David de Rothschild says, 
getting lost. Um, more details later, but after speaking to sector experts, I cannot emphasize enough that speed is essential now on every front. Block all energy payments to Russia now. No grace periods. Do not let them get the money out into their war chests and hidden accounts. Um, that was a retweet by Gazpravel. Uh, Nat Rothschild, Putin is destroying everything Russia's achieved in the last 30 years. Sanctions will remain now until he goes. He joins a club of cons a club consisting of Shevik, Hussein, Mungabi, and Kim, and a select group of leaders that have destroyed their countries that and the living standards of within their borders. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is turning out to be the greatest geopolitical disaster and collapse of the Soviet Union. Nikki Rothschild retweeted, we feel support, we feel your support. We see your demonstrations with our flags. We hear your chants. This will help us fight the horrific Russian evil. Ukraine holds its ground. We will not fail. Okay. All from the Rothschilds. Now, if you know anything about the Rothschilds, then uh, that's all you need to know, right? Um, you know, Putin had threatened the Biden administration about involving themselves. And, you know, not that anything good is ever going to come from Biden and his administration anyway. But he threatened him because Biden's part of it. You guys, you know this. Biden and the Obamas and the Clintons and the Bushes, they're all part of this global, global plan to take everything down. You know, in the end and at the end of the day, I don't see this as an invasion. Um, I see this as a president who's defending his country and his people against NATO, against the uh, United Nations, against the New World Order, against the globalists from the cabal and the deep state from taking over. He's stepping up to push these people out while, what are we doing besides putting them in office and letting them destroy America from the inside out? You know, they're weakening our military to to the extent that we're not going to have anybody left and they're going to use the UN that, you know, was up in Canada to defend the United States. It's not going to happen. Like, we have to realize what is going on right now. We have to realize that mainstream media is pushing yet another agenda to further divide us and to make us weak. Um, you know, it's bad right now. Prices are are so high. Uh, gasoline is ridiculous. And I swear, if I hear one more person, you know, say anything about Russia and their gasoline, I'm going to scream. We have a very uh, doable option right here, right now. You know, whenever this guy was in office, I can't even do it. This way, right here, okay. Whenever he was in office, <laughs> um... Gasoline was the lowest that it's been in years, in years. It was like $1.69 this time, what, two years ago? And now 
thanks to uh, the Brandon administration, you know, is all gone to shit. But, you know, gasoline's not high because of the Russian invasion in Ukraine. That's stupid. And if you believe that, you're very dim. Okay? You need to realize what's really going on. Um, fracking, you know, the closure of the XL Keystone pipeline has a huge amount to do with it. You know, we have the means to be energy independent again like we were under his administration, okay? But here we are, and you guys can't blame him anymore because he's not doing anything bad, okay? It is the people that believe and follow Biden, to be honest. Okay, that was kind of a lot for these episodes. Um, again, I'm gonna try and be more scheduled and regular with getting these podcasts out. Um, I'm working on a couple different things right now and uh, some bigger things that are coming, hopefully coming. But I'm going to try and do maybe two or three throughout the week and then one on the weekends, depending on scheduling and how quick I can write and organize and all the fun stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So while you are scrolling through social media, you know, while you are following the mainstream media, what they're saying on Fox and CNN and whatever other news station you listen to, just be smart. Um, realize what's really going on. You know, read and research. All the world is a stage and we are seeing the greatest movie of our history happening right now. So don't believe everything that you read and see. Do research for yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I promise to be more consistent with you guys. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the favorite so you get notifications whenever a new episode is released. God bless you. God bless this country. And together we're Patriots Strong. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. Bye.